We are coming up to one of my favorite times of year. Not just fall because the temperature goes down, but Halloween. I love Halloween. Something about the adrenaline rush of being scared or the fun of scaring others with silly outfits or scary stories is so fun for me. Also, who doesn't love a good ghost story? There are so many out there, both locally, nationally, and internationally. Creepy legends and lore that have existed for thousands, hundreds, and many years. Sometimes these stories are fun and harmless, but some of the stories have a much darker side. So we're going to explore these local legends and discover the truth behind the ghosts and ghouls that haunt just not homes, but the ones that haunt our minds. This is going to be a good one. Scott, I know you're excited about I this. I am excited. It's the end of September. It's getting a little cooler. Uh, yeah. And we're starting a new series at Simple Church, Scott. Mm, Go ahead and say it in your voice. Seven deadly sins. The seven deadly sins. They're all deadly. We're leading into the spookiest month of the year, Scott. Halloween. Well, October would be the month. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but the Halloween whole is month coming. Is off, is you Halloween. love Halloween. I do. You are a big fan. Huge fan. Huge. And so what we're going to do is over these next couple weeks, just for a change of pace, Scott. I know. A little light more. Light it up. A little. Some We've of them been heavy. Some of them are scary. Mm. That's right. And that's what we're going to talk about. Ghost stories, scary urban legends, story. folklore. And it's really not inside the simple church as much as we just want to talk about the seven deadly sins as we're looking at these things. Halloween's on a Sunday this year. Really? So we'll be having kids dress up and wear their best costumes. Did not even know that. There you go. So we are just in the Halloween spirit around here. I love Halloween. So it's just you and me for the next couple weeks. Pumpkin talking. spies. <laughs> that started in August. It's ridiculous. Wow. That's right. Speaking of Starbucks, Jordan, our wonderful producer, brought Starbucks this morning. God bless America. That line was long. Thanks for doing it, Jordan. Thank you, Jordan. So Jordan's going to sit in and chime in because, Scott, mm. you, yeah. you're you a storyteller. I am. You like telling stories. I do. And you are going to- reg- are false. You ready? You're going to regale us. <laughs> with some urban legends of stories. We're going to do some local Shreveport ones and some national or international even. But tell us a little bit about you and your history with ghosts and the supernatural and spooky stuff. Well, you know, that's interesting because I don't know when it really started for me. I just really love- creepy spooky things i enjoy being scared for some reason uh but i also really though i love scaring people i worked in a haunted house uh, i just love halloween i love so hold on time out what did you do in the haunted house you got to talk about that what, what was your I, character what were my, you doing? i was buffalo bill i was dressed up uh in women's clothing uh just like if you know anything about the movie hannibal lecter uh you know buffalo bill made clothing out of well people and so that's what my character did, and I scared the literal poo out of people. <laughs> Literally had a dude, you know, <laughs> his pants. Poop mm. his pants. Yes. That's real talk. That's yeah. a good haunted house. Yeah, in fact, you used to, we would tally up if you made someone throw up, which I made a lot of people throw up. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. Well, because the way that it looked, they thought I was a mannequin. They didn't realize it was real. Mm. And then I'd come out, and they'd be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and so you love scary movies? Love scary movies. Favorite scary movie? Really? Hmm, my favorite scary movie ooh, mm. uh, would probably be The Strangers. And I've never seen it, and I remember you saying that at one point and being terrified just of the concept. It was so scary that I saw, I was living in Austin at the time, living with a girl, and actually, no, I wasn't living with her, but 
uh, after we watched it, I was like, hey, so you want to play cards? Because I don't want to go home. <laughs> so we stayed up all night because it was that, it scared us that bad. Because it's like, like, like The Conjuring, which is good movies. That stuff to me, it's not really real, you know? Or is it? We're well, talk about some yeah. stories of. But, you know, like a lot of that stuff is kind of, you know, like vampires and ghouls sure. and all that. A lot of that's just like, yeah. I mean, it's it's entertaining to watch. But, like, The Strangers could actually happen because it's about two people sitting at their house, my own business, and these killers show up. And literally one of the lines is, why are you doing this? And they said, well, because you're home. Done. That's scary. It could happen anyway. Yeah. Jordan, do you watch scary movies? Uh, not very often. Me neither. So, Scott, this is going to be your department. The last scary movie I saw in the movie theater was The Ring when I was a junior in high school. <laughs> and I came home and I stayed up basically all night and was terrified. And I don't think I've seen a scary movie in the theater since. Was there, No, no, no. That was another one where the character went... No, uh, oh, that's the girl with the long hair in her face doing that. But here's my thing about scary movies. You live by yourself. You're yes. married. You're about to have kids. Yep. If you see a scary movie... Mallory expects me to be the one to go check stuff in the middle of the night when we're scared now. Like, when you were a kid, your parents would go do it, or you go get in your parents' bed. Now, you're the one that's responsible for fighting the demonic presence or the serial but killer. But see, I whatever. don't. I just go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> ah, if they're going to get me, they're going to get yeah, me. Yeah, I don't check anything. There you go. So that's yeah. why we don't want to put that in Yeah, which I did have some kids try to mess with me one time where I live, because I live kind of out in the woods, and they were... <laughs> Yeah, they, they picked with the wrong guy. There you go. <laughs> the last scary movie I remember watching, though, at home was The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Have y'all seen that? Mm-hmm. So the director was a Christian, and I heard an interview with him, and they were talking about how they wanted to show that there is evil and there is this presence, but good one. And then The Conjuring, the directors are actually both Christians that went and did the, really? I didn't uh, know the whole that. series. So obviously... It's not a, it's not a Christian movie you'd show in like with Veggie Tales, but there is this <laughs> hey idea kids, that let's watch the Conjuring <laughs> that there is evil forces, but the good wins. Yeah. And I haven't seen the movies, but I've just heard of stuff. Really? About. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I love movies. the Conjuring. Because there's a bunch of them, right? Yeah. There's like a secret. Conjuring, Conjuring Two, and then it goes into the whole Warrens and all that stuff. The Nun so, in that. The, yeah, the yeah. Nun Valak. Valak. One of my favorite scary movie moments of all time. Me and my buddy were talking about this yesterday. We went and saw Paranormal Activity in the theater. In those movies, I don't know if y'all seen those movies. No. Nope. Mm-hmm. In those movies, it's like there's 15 seconds of they're going to get you run, and everybody in the theater is like, run, run, fool, <laughs> run. And do so oh. funny. That's one of the things that I love about seeing, like, like I saw The Ring in movie theaters, and one of the things that I remember from that theater is some woman behind us yelled, just get AK-7, AK-47, girl. <laughs> Ain't no reason to be scared of her. Shoot her. It was like, just out of nowhere. It's, like, it's comical. Oh, gosh. Working. Yeah, like, like she like, like oh, just forget. I ain't scared of nothing. There's like, scary movies is about the only movie that I mind going to and people talking in it because it's just fun. Oh, yeah, it's entertainment. Yeah. yeah. You're collectively scared. Yeah, but I love haunted houses, like even like the ones you pay for, or, like going into the woods and finding a... A creepy house. Ooh. And you worked at a Halloween store? I did work at a Halloween store and a haunted house. That's right. Well, you talked about the haunted house, but yes, you worked at Spirit Halloween store. Spirit Halloween. Loved it. Messed with the customers all day long. Convinced right. them of all kinds of crazy stuff. I got thrown out of the corn maze one time. For what? <laughs> Dude just scared me from behind. I straight punched him. Just instant <laughs> yeah. reaction. Yeah, just instant. Yeah, just one of the rules. Smoked him, and he was like, all right, let's go. Yeah. Haunt- <laughs> A Number one rule in a haunted house is we don't touch you, so you don't touch us. That's a good rule. Yeah. Yeah, that was number one rule. 
That's right. Haunted Court Maze is fun. Did that as a kid. But Scott, you're going to tell us something else that I experienced as a teenager today locally. Mm. The legend of Ellerby School. The legend of Ellerby School. So if you're in Treeport Bossier, if you're listening to this somewhere. Oh, by the way, Scott, I'm glad you reminded me. Yeah. You didn't really, but I just thought about it. <laughs> we had people <laughs> listening in Oregon. We had like yeah. 18 downloads in Oregon. Who are you? If you're the Oregon listener. Oregon. Somebody email Scott, please. Yes. At, at the no one's emailed me <laughs> except for Mark Perkins, which Thank we you, hear Mark. from all the time. And Shout I'm, out to Mark. And I am grateful for that. Number Mark. one fan. Yeah, number one fan. I'm Carl's wife. Mark, Carl's wife. Hear from her. But none of the rest of you people. So if you're in Oregon right now, we're talking to you. Yes. Reach out. We want to know who you are. Also, I want to know who's in France and who's in Germany. We have international listeners. Yes. Our theory is it's Air Force people. Yeah, I, but I hope it's not. I hope it's like a true Frenchman. Frenchman. Like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Which, I, if you are, I'm not making fun of you. That sounded pretty condescending. Yeah. Please send an angry email to Scott. We'll at least yeah. know who you are. <laughs> send an angry email to scott at thesimplechurch.tv. Send it all in French, and Scott will read it on the air. Yes. Oh, that would be fun. No, but I really want to know, like, like international. Wherever if you're, you're if you're in Germany, France, if you're Air Force, if you're not, we would love to hear from you. And if you have local or urban legends you'd like to share, yes. send them to us. I don't know send the scary them. stuff in Oregon. Yeah, ooh, but I bet there's something. Oh, there's some scary stuff out there. But here in Shreveport, Oregon, tell us all about the Ellerby School, Scott. Well, if you are a teenager, well, if you are or have were been. or have been a teenager and have lived in this area since I don't know forever ago. Everyone knows the legend of the Ellerby School. And that's what you're going to tell us That's today. what I'm going to tell because Ellerby School was a school that was built in 1950. I believe it was 1950. I don't know. I have my paper in front of me. But that's too far away. I can't get to it. There we go. But anyway, yeah, so it's built in 1950. It was a full African-American school. It was built way out in the middle of nowhere. It existed till the early 70s. And then basically what happened was is integration. Yep, kind of important deal, right? So they integrated the school, so there really wasn't a need for an all-black school at that point. They tried to get white students into the school, but the problem was is that if you've ever been to Ellerby, it's not exactly convenient to get to. It is literally down Ellerby Road, like, but way south Shreveport, in the middle of nowhere. It's literally in the middle of a field. And there's been more stuff growing lately around there, but I'm sure yeah. in the 50s. It was yeah. super yeah. isolated. Yeah, and that was one of the things that it talks about is, is that, because that, when I did the research, there was, the, the whole point was, is the reason why the school never really made it is because it was just too far out there. Mm-hmm. So when integration happened, they tried to get the white students out there. The problem was... It was just too far. It was too far for the black students. It was too far for the white students. So they were like, you know what? Just forget it. So the Louisiana Baptist Theological Seminary bought it. Really? In 1973. There you go. So that became a, it became part of the Louisiana Baptist Association. And so from 73 to 78, it operated as a school or for them. But once again, the problem was it was too stinking far out there. That's a ways. I did not know that. Yeah. So, but during that time, all these rumors started coming up mm. about this janitor who was molesting kids, and then there was all this stuff. And then, then basically in 1978, I believe the school closed because it was really no more point. Like the Baptist Theological Seminary was like, look, it's just too far out there. Nobody wants to go. So the school closed, and it caught fire. Well, then the janitor was charged, you know, because then they, the school caught fire, and, like, they thought he set it on fire. So, of mm-hmm. course, they arrest them, and he spends, you know, he goes to jail. 
And so everything's fine, but then all these rumors start just coming up about a water tower, too, and that you can see apparitions on the water tower. And then if you go into the school, you can hear children laughing. You can hear the children that— Because the school burned down, and it was left. It wasn't yeah. demolished and pulled down, no. but you can see clearly yeah. that it burned. Yeah, you can see clearly that it burned. And, and, you know, there's all these legends that go around it. I have been there at night and in the daytime. It's very creepy. Uh, especially when the farmer comes out and chases you. That really uh, happened? That oh, really yeah. happened. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't... I don't know if this is true, but there have been... I've had friends say, yeah, if you go out there at a certain time, he'll shoot at your feet. I don't... Really? He'll, he'll, I, I don't know if that's true, but... Yeah, he comes out with a gun. I mean, he lets you know that you are not welcome. Is it his property, property now? It is yeah. his property, yeah. Man. Which, really, he's just... He's got cattle and stuff around there, so he's just trying to keep people off the property, which now... From my understanding, I haven't been out there in years, but it's very hard to get to now. I think they made it extremely difficult to even get to anymore. Have you been out there, Jordan? I've been out there, but it's been a long time. Yeah, yeah I haven't been out there since like 2000, oh no, since the 90s. I think I went like 2003. Shout out yeah. to Ryan Epps. I was in high school and I was an underclassman who drove us and we took a group over there and one round and it's spooky. Yeah, and it is creepy, and, and, and you know, there's all these these legends that go around it. You know, you can hear children laughing that got burned alive. Uh, one of my favorites is the animal's eyes glow, uh, which, if you know anything about animals, uh, they have reflective eyes. So if you, <laughs> All animals' eyes yeah, glow, no matter yeah, where they are. Yeah, so if you shine a light at a cow or at a fox or at a raccoon, yeah, their eyes glow. My Even if cat, you're not at a haunted school. Yeah, my cat's eyes glow at night if I put a light in their eye. Really sad history to all that. It takes a turn because I'm sure everybody's grown up and there's things around your area where you go, yeah. where you hear those things. And as a high schooler, typically, maybe as a middle schooler, but for the most part, you're in high school, you're wanting to take risks, you can drive yourself and you go try to go to these scary locations. Yeah, in which I certain buildings and certain things... Definitely, you, you feel a presence or you can feel a heaviness, but a lot of that is because of what's already in your own mind. Right. If you have an idea that this place is already kind of, you go into it with that, and then when you get there, you're like, oh, man, I just feel a heaviness. Well, yeah, because in your mind, this is a place where terrible things happen. Children were burned alive. You know, children molested. All these terrible things happened. The teachers, you know, were sadistic. And so when you go in thinking about all that into a building or into an area or into a field where something happened, then yeah, you, you feel that heaviness. But really, that's with your mind. You're going into that already feeling that. Mm, that might be a good segue into a sermon series about yes. the things that we do in our mind, like pride. Ooh. Featuring Scott Odom. <laughs> seven deadly sins. And that is why we're talking about these things and this idea of these seven yeah. deadly sins. The movie Seven made it popular where you go through and think about it. But it's really a battle in your mind. You're right. And a lot of these things come from and start with our mind, and it can play tricks on you and mess with you. And I think people really like the feeling at Halloween because you can fully embrace that and go out and be scared and go and just have that experience and jump and be nervous. But the Ellerby School, the real story, is yeah. really a sad tragedy. Yeah, it really way. is. So so because of all these rumors and because of all these things saying stuff, so in the 1970s, basically the rumor was that this janitor, his name is Quentin Gimble, was kidnapping kids, doing terrible things to them, and then releasing them or killing them, and then he set the school on fire to cover up evidence. So, the police get involved. He gets arrested. So he spends, let me see if I can find it. He spends a long time in jail. A long time in jail on all these charges. He's charged with molestation, rape, he's charged with burning down a school, he's charged with with murder. And 
Then they come to find out, they start doing research much later, like recently, like 2012. So this guy's been in prison since 77. So over 30 years. Yeah. So they start doing this research. So the kids that he's accused of molesting and the kids that supposedly turned him in for molestation and rape never existed. What? They never existed. It was all rumors started up because people thought the school was creepy. The school did burn, but it burned after it closed down because of a lightning strike. The school was already empty. And no seminary for was, five years. Yeah, it was a seminary. The school was already closed down because it's out in the middle of nowhere. There's, If you've ever been out there, there's trees and stuff. Yeah, it was a natural, I say natural fire, but literally like lightning struck it. So a portion of it caught fire, but it was already closed. So this guy gets charged with burning down a school. He gets charged with rape, kidnapping. Literally, so this is what the sheriff, I won't name him personally. This is what his quote was. He said, to be frank, we never asked for names, but I remember thinking, dang, this sounds pretty serious. He probably did it and took him in. That is insane. I'm not a lawyer, Scott. <laughs> Mark Perkins is. Mark, we'd love to hear your opinion on that. Yeah. But that's, that's pretty flimsy evidence. Yeah, so, so, and here's the other thing. So here's about the fire. Someone had mentioned it in passing, and it sounded believable. I don't think anyone would make that up, so we just rolled with it. The guy looked weird anyway. I mean, come on. That's his official statement. That's the official statement that I have. Now, of course, once again, this comes from a website. What so website? Could, we cite your source. Uh, this was, uh, <laughs> I'll have to go back and <laughs> That's look. fine. Yeah, but it, so this guy literally spent all his time in prison. Wrongfully accused. Wrongfully accused for kids that didn't even exist, just from rumors from people that thought a school was creepy. So did he get out? He did. Finally, he was exonerated. He got out. Obviously, he's probably changed his name. Don't know if he lives locally. I really couldn't find very much information on him. Or if he him. listens to this podcast. Yeah, or if he does. Yeah, I really couldn't find much information on him sure. other than had his wife uh, left and moved to Mississippi, obviously. Um, but really, yeah, there you go. So you have all these legends. You have all this lore. You have all this creepy stuff, and you think it's all fun. But this guy's life was ruined. Well, maybe kids being murdered was not fun, but well, no, no, <laughs> I, I mean, know you get yeah. innocent. You think yeah, you're yeah, going you out think, there just messing think, around? Yeah, you're just messing around and like you're, you're making up a story. Yeah, I went to high school and I didn't think twice about it. And you go on with your life, yeah. but this guy, this yeah, this this one guy has spent time in prison, lots for, of time in prison for kids that never even existed. That's that's a bummer. How did it take that long for somebody to get that? Because somebody has to stand up for it. Did either either that is see crazy just mercy? The movie or read the book? No. It's great. Highly recommend it. But it's a lawyer that goes from Harvard and goes, tries to help get people that are wrongly accused freed for crimes they didn't commit and go in, especially in the South. And there's mm. a whole movement of that because in the 70s, you can't go on the internet. You can't go call something. Right, you don't have right. any money. So if you're wrongfully accused, what do you do? He probably just didn't know what to do and how to try to prove his innocence and have the education to do it. And Yeah. Well, I mean, prime example, a guy in uh, Texas, mentally handicapped, uh, very uh, suggestible. His best friend talked him into robbing an old lady. He accidentally shoots her. Guess who's on death row? Mm. The mentally handicapped guy. Mm. And he doesn't know any better. And so now there's a whole big fight to get him out because he was just going, what is, he was just doing what his friend told him to do. He didn't know he's doing. But it happened in the late 70s, early 80s, and it was out to get him, and he's got to burn, and that's what happened. Mm. Tragic. Yeah, and plus two, I mean, you know, 
they're just going off. They're thinking this is terrible. These are terrible crimes. The guy's weird anyway. Yeah, let's put them away. Mm. Yep, there you go. The LRB school. The LRB school. So, that's so we're little... not recommending you go out there. Yeah, no, go do out not. There. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can drive by. You can certainly look at it. You can see it from the road. Uh, I don't remember where it is. Yeah, It's way down yeah, south. I'm it, over that there way. Are, you can still find maps for it. I mean, there's plenty of stuff online that show you exactly where it is. I would suggest, I mean, you could slow down. You, there is a gate right there. You can stop at the gate. But don't go into the guy's land. It's private property. He, if they find you out there, he doesn't like it. He gets pretty angry. I don't know if he shoots people, but when he came out to us, he had a gun in his hand. So you saw him. I didn't see yeah. him when we went out there. Yeah. yeah well, we had a group a- of friends. Like, we went out there, and then it was like two weeks later, they, a group of friends went out there. How old were you? I was a junior in high school. It's a high school thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, they came back, and they were like, dude, he was shooting. He told us, he gave us two warnings, and then he started shooting. He shot at our feet. Yeah. Now he never shot at us, but he he definitely had a gun. But I mean, you know, he just yelled at us to get a wall. You know, go away, get a. And how old were you? I was sixteen, seventeen. Right? Ah. Isn't that so weird? It's just it's something high school. Well, it is. It's well, it's that high school legend. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. If you're that farmer, open invitation to come on and talk about (laughs) if what the experiences of your school. Just throw that out there. We'll put it out in the universe. Yeah. If y'all know that, watch it be somebody we know really (laughs) well. So, Scott, that's a great first example yeah. of an urban legend, a story that really has a much more sad tinge <laughs> to it. Yeah. Not a not a happy ending. Not a happy ending. Well, I guess ending. he got out, so it was a happy ending. Yeah, but yeah. And I'm sure, you know, he had to put his life back together. Sure. And I'm, I would hope that he sued. Or, yeah, I wonder or if he got least, any money. Yeah, I would hope oh, so. I'm sure he did. I would hope that he at least, maybe not sue, but did, they, some they gave him re- something, yeah. some kind of restitution for, for all that. I mean, literally just... Well, it looked weird his whole life. Wow. Mm. I would say some of us in this room might get arrested, too, if that was the the means or the terms for being arrested. Yeah. Pretty crazy. (laughs) It's a good one, Scott. There you go. So if you know urban legends, if you have things you're interested in, ghost stories doing that. Because, Scott, you are not just local. You're a huge ghost adventure guy. I am. I watch ghost adventures. Funny story behind that with Jonathan Machen for any Jonathan Machen fans. Shout Shout out to Johnny. Yeah, Johnny and I watch ghost adventures all the time, especially before he got married. Uh, when he was engaged, we bought a he we he bought a house in um, Stockwell, and uh, we used to hang out there before he was married. And we watched Ghost Adventures one night, and it was a really scary episode. And uh, after it ended, we heard this sound on the wall, and we were like, "Oh, squirrel! My God!" And he just kept hearing it. Just it was a squirrel, <laughs> but it sounded like for about, for about thirty seconds. I was scared. So, thanks a lot, you freaking squirrel. <laughs> Watching ghost stuff. Do you watch ghost stuff, Jordan? No. Me neither. Really. Uh-uh. Yeah. I don't watch that much anymore. I still watch uh, scary movies. I but... remember there being a point in my life when I did. I don't remember any of it, though. Right. I think it was just like a phase. Sure. It was yeah, real popular. Yeah, I don't watch what I used to anymore. I mean, I watch scary movies. Now, most of the scary movies I watch, it's kind of like, that's pretty stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think my... Ghost Adventures ended, and we'll. T- I'm sure we'll talk about this on another episode. I think my Ghost Adventures ended when I started working in the municipal a lot. That's right. That's a tease. Yeah, which I too have had my own personal. But we're not going to talk about that. I have too, because we're working on something to see what yes. can happen. So yes, maybe with something in you might hear more about the, the municipal auditorium later. Municipal. 
So stay tuned and download Backstage with the Simple Church. Scott, we'll end on this and try to think about this over the next couple of weeks. Mm. What were some Halloween costumes you've been as a kid? Because Halloween, it can be a fun time. We're going to have would the you, Halloween costume. Would you like costume. to know the first costume I ever wore? I would love to, but let's talk real quick. Because on October 31st, Halloween Day, Halloween. it's a Sunday. We're going to have a costume. Oh, it's been made for kids. You could dress up. We're going to have a lot of fun stuff and doing it. We're not going to have one for kids only? Ah. I, I know it's been mentioned for kids. I don't know about adults yet. Stay tuned. <laughs> that I'll might be get a little out of control. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'll be sitting in front of house mixing and just the whatever. As, as uh, Pennywise. Yeah. <laughs> Look at Chewbacca head on. That's right. So, Scott, tell me about your first Halloween costume. First Halloween costume, 9631 Ferncliff Road, Bethany, Louisiana. Out in the middle of nowhere, by the way. Our neighborhood was kind of way Kind of by there. Camp Bethany. Yeah. Actually, yeah, right next to Camp Bethany. Uh, they had a guy with a tractor with hay bales on the trailer that pulled you around the neighborhood to go trick-or-treating because all the houses were so spread out. Yep. How old are you? I am, I don't know, three or four maybe. Okay. Maybe older than that Maybe because I can remember. Elementary school? Cookie Monster. Yes. That's awesome. The cookie monster. Were yes. you painted blue or is it just a mask? No, it was a mask and then I was wearing blue. Nice. I think I think I even fuzzy there's pictures somewhere. I would like to see those pictures. Yeah. Please find them. Yeah, I'll I'll have to call old Paula. There you go. Jordan, what's a Halloween costume you remember? Uh just one. We're gonna talk about them each week. What's interesting is is that we since I've been married, my wife loves to dress up. We've dressed up more as adults. Yes. Than I feel like we ever did as kids. I feel like we always just went as baseball players because <laughs> you no, already had the stuff. It was easy. <laughs> Lame. Um, one year I was Slinky Dog from Toy Story. Yep. Did you have like a? Tail? I had like, yeah, I had like a, a tail, and Tyler made me a hat with floppy ears. So this is an adult. Yeah, this was a few years ago. Slinky <laughs> Dog. My buddy show. It was like we always have a Christmas party, and we always have like some type of theme. And it was like Toy Story theme that year. And my buddy showed up for in, Christmas. Yeah. Okay. My buddy showed up in full out army, the green army guys, like painted and everything. Nice. It was awesome. So technically it wasn't a Halloween costume. Then. Yeah, we still dressed. All right, there you go. So my Halloween costume story, I'm five years old. I'm in kindergarten. I was really into Davy Crockett. Scott, do you remember the Disney live action Davy Crockett movie? <laughs> do you remember it? <laughs> Disney had a series there where I don't know why, but they were doing like the Alamo and Davy Crockett and Daniel Boone. You can go find them, look it up. Do you remember that? No. Okay. There's like a series of home Disney movies on VHS. Super into Davy Crockett. My mom couldn't find a costume, so she got a pattern and sewed me the costume. Had a coonskin cap. <laughs> get chicken pox two days before Halloween. Oh, no. Can't no. go trick or treat. So my mom made me wear the costume in chicken pox, take a picture, and we <laughs> went to our neighbors, and I just kind of like stood far away, and they stuck one piece of candy in. Never got to trick or treat as Davy Crockett. <laughs> I want to see this picture. I've got it. So we're going to work on these pictures. Follow us on wow. Instagram. Scott, we need to get back on posting the pictures, and we'll try to go and do some <laughs> Halloween costumes. And if you have Halloween costumes, Davey have Crockett. stories. Davy, Davy Crockett, King of the Wild Frontier. That was from that Disney movie. So there you go. Share your Halloween stories with us. The Instagram handle is Simple Church Podcasts with an S. We would love for you to shout out, let us know what your costumes were, talk about your scary stories, and just in general, if you were in Oregon, let us know. If you're in Germany or France, bonjour. Bonjour, mon ami. We'd love to hear from you. Email scott at thesimplechurch.tv. Check out the show notes. You can get all the info how to get in touch with us. Mm. Mm, 
have a very spooky September, Scott. If you're Ooh, listening to this the day it comes September. out, and it'll be October soon. A little spooky September like you. Do, 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 do. Yeah, that was, on that yeah, note, cut. That <laughs> was <laughs> terrible. <laughs>